Welcome to r slash am I the bad guy where people prank a sick little girl with a mayonnaise covered birthday cake. Am I the bad guy for telling my husband that he exaggerated when he said that my kids ruined his daughter's birthday? Last week was my stepdaughter's 14th birthday. She was in the hospital days prior for a medical issue, but she's better now. My husband threw her a small birthday party. Unbeknownst to me, my boys, who are 16 and 12, decided to pull a funny prank and mess with the birthday cake that they made for her. Instead of adding icing to the cake, they added mayonnaise. It did not go over well, and my stepdaughter's reaction was to cry. My husband blew up at the boys for what they did, but they said they were just trying to prank her since it's the norm and they always prank each other. My husband said that it was the wrong time to do this on her birthday, especially after getting out of the hospital. He told the boys they ruined her birthday, but I told him that he exaggerated. He got upset and yelled at me for defending this behavior and being an enabler. I don't think that I am because the boys love her. That's why they act like that. But my husband was having none of it. My husband and stepdaughter aren't speaking to me or the boys. Am I wrong for saying that he exaggerated? Hold up. Wait, hold on, hold on, wait. Hold on. Okay, let me think about this. Is your husband wrong for saying that the boys ruined the daughter's birthday after the boys ruined the daughter's birthday? Hmm. 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 Is your husband wrong for saying the boys did exactly what they did? Hmm, let me think about that. Let me think real hard. Yeah, this prank is pretty mean, especially if she was just in the hospital feeling vulnerable. A lot of 14-year-olds are pretty scared going to the hospital. And her birthday's already bad enough because she was probably feeling sick or injured or something, scared at minimum, and they respond by giving her a mayonnaise cake? Ugh. What your boys did wasn't a prank. It was just bullying. I have to wonder, I have to wonder, if the roles were reversed and the stepdaughter pranked the boys and gave them a mayonnaise cake and the 16-year-old or the 12-year-old was crying because, because my birthday got ruined and I'm so sad and I'm embarrassed in front of all of my friends, whose side do you think OP would take here? Do you think OP would take her son's side or would she say, oh, don't worry, it's just a prank. That's how your stepsister shows that she loves you. No, we all know that she would take the boys' side and say, how dare you do that? You know why? Because you're biased, OP. You're showing your bias. OP, you and your sons get 2.5 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your husband and your stepdaughter 0 out of 5 bad guys. Stop enabling your sons to be bullies and start being a parent to them. Am I the bad guy for telling my wife that it was a mistake to stay at a baby shower? So, my wife and I have been married for a year and began trying to conceive in September. She's 26 and I'm 28. No luck so far, but the doctors did say at our first appointment that it typically takes close to a year for most couples to conceive. She's been telling people that she's infertile, which isn't true. The doctor said that she isn't. My wife and I went to my work Christmas party in mid-December, where my wife met my co-worker's wife, Mary. They took a liking to each other. Mary was pregnant, and she invited my wife to her baby shower, which was yesterday. My wife sounded excited to go. I asked her when we were alone if she thinks that she'll be fine. I know my wife, and I know what typically bothers her. I knew that she wouldn't bask in happiness over someone else's pregnancy, so I urged her to think it through. She said that she's fine and she was excited, so she went. The baby shower was yesterday. About 40 minutes in, she calls me and asks me to come as well. I was at a cafe nearby because I knew that she wouldn't stay long. 
I found her at the entrance of the house crying and a bunch of women consoling her. When she saw me, she came to me and pulled me to the garden to talk. She said that she was dancing and looked at Mary's pregnant belly and couldn't take it anymore. Then she started crying and ran out. All of Mary's friends followed her out to console her. I consoled her myself and said, Okay, let's go, babe. Where do you want to go? We can go for a drive so you can feel better. She looked at me weird and asked, Why would she leave? I asked, Why would you stay? She said that she feels better now and can go have a good time. I sighed and said, Babe, you know that's not going to happen. And I doubt the attention will be on Mary after this, and that's not great. It's her baby shower, and she deserves to be celebrated. I can't see how people are going to shift their focus from consoling you to celebrating her if you're still there. She rolled her eyes at me and said that she was going back in and that I could leave. Three hours later, the party was nearing its end, so I go back to pick her up. My coworker and I stepped into the house, and lo and behold, everyone is sitting in a circle with my wife being the center of attention. My coworker looked for his wife, and she wasn't there at all. He called her, and she said that she left ages ago. My wife and I entered the car, and I first asked her how she was feeling, and we spoke about it for a few minutes. I then asked her what happened, and why did Mary leave? She said, Oh, shoot, Mary, I forgot to say bye to her. I told her that Mary left ages ago. I then said, I know you're going through a hard time, but why on earth would you and her friends do this? If they consoled you for a few minutes, that's fine, but the entire party? We really should have left earlier. She looked at me so offended and said, Are you Mary's husband or mine? We stared at each other for a while and just drove home in silence. I told her I want to talk to her this morning and sort some things out, but she ignored me and left the house. Okay, this story is like a train wreck of terrible decisions and just a showcase of how bad of a person your wife is. But like, weirdly, I don't think what happened at the party is the worst thing about this story. I think the where's that line? What did you say? You said a really, really weird sentence. Okay, OP, you wrote, I know my wife and I know what typically bothers her. I knew that she wouldn't bask in happiness over someone else's pregnancy, so I urged her to think it through. And you said you've been married for a year. Like, the second I read that sentence, alarm bells were going off in my head. Because that means that your wife is so something. There's a, there's a blank here. I don't know what word to fill into this blank. Your wife is so blank that she's literally incapable of feeling happy for someone else. And that's like really troubling because whatever word you have to put into that blank makes her an awful person. She's too selfish or she's too cold or she's too emotional or she's too heartless. Like these are all really, really bad things. And the fact that that personality trait is so strong that you immediately knew that she was going to react that way, even though you've only been married for a year. This is like a core personality trait, whatever it is, selfish, cold, heartless. This is like a cornerstone of her soul. You were so confident in your read that she was going to be a disaster at this party that you were prepared to come rescue her from this party. So, OP, even before we got to the party, this story was just screaming red flags at me. And then we get to the story itself, and I think the word that we're going to put into the blank is self-absorbed. Your wife is so self-absorbed that she's incapable of feeling happiness for someone else. And, like, the weird thing is, OP, you know this about her. 
You know this about her so well that you predicted what she was going to do long before it happened. The second you knew about the party, you knew it was going to be a disaster. So what I don't understand is if you know that your wife is this self-absorbed, why would you marry her and why would you want to have a kid with her? It's like when people who suffer abuse from a family member develop coping mechanisms and like defense mechanisms to like not trigger or to deal with their family member. Like, you know, oh, my dad is drunk when he comes home from work and he beats us. So my defense mechanism is that I hide from him until nine when he's no longer drunk or whatever. Like, clearly, OP has been so burned by this woman for so long, the second that he found out about the party, he started making preparations to fix the mess that would inevitably come about from this party. OP, buddy, it's time to go. It's time to leave. Consider the fact that you haven't gotten her pregnant, a happy accident, and GTFO. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your wife 2 out of 5 bad guys for turning a baby shower into her own pity party. Am I the bad guy for leaving my babies inside by themselves? I'm a 20-year-old woman, and I'm a mother of triplets who are only two months old. I never expected ever in my life that I'd be a mother to triplets, so when I first became pregnant, it was definitely the last thing on my mind. I'm home with my babies all day long, and I've had to even transfer my education to online. Sometimes I just need some fresh air, especially when I can't get them to stop crying and I find myself getting super frustrated to the point of tears. It's honestly so hard that the dad isn't here to help because he's either at work or school. The parents of my fiancé, who's 24, rented us a main floor apartment, so when I step outside, I'm literally just sitting on the chair right beside the door. Plus, I have a baby monitor set up in their room and it has a camera on it, so I can literally see them and hear them so if anything happens, I can get to them quickly. Being able to step outside for a few minutes to take a breather is really important to me because I start to have many panic attacks when I can't get them to stop crying. And I get really frustrated because I just feel super overwhelmed. Being able to go outside just gives me a chance to calm down. My fiancé came home to me sitting outside while the babies were crying and freaked out on me, calling me a horrible mom and a bunch of other names that I'm not going to list here. He thinks that I was being super neglectful and putting the babies in harm's way, and even told his parents, and now everyone seems to be really against me. I grew up in the system, so my fiancé's family is the only family I've ever known, so it breaks my heart that they're so upset with me. But I really don't think that I was doing anything wrong or putting my babies in harm's way, but they seem to think otherwise. So here I am wondering if I should apologize for my actions, if I'm the bad guy in this situation. OP, do you think that your husband or your in-laws ever take a break? Literally ever. Do they wake up and work non-stop until they go to sleep and then next day they do it all over again? No, of course not. Everyone takes breaks. So to try and act all high and mighty and say, how dare you abandon these kids? It's just hypocritical. Everyone deserves a break, including parents. What you did was perfectly safe and reasonable. It's not like you abandoned your babies in like a locked car or, you know, locked them out of the house. They were inside and you were watching them on a baby monitor. So how exactly were they in danger? I'm giving you zero out of five bad guys. I'm giving your fiance and your in-laws one out of five bad guys. Am I wrong for moving my son into a rental apartment after finding out that his dad has been canceling his job applications? 
My son, Aiden, who's 23, moved back in with us after graduating college like my husband wanted. My husband's original plan was to have Aiden live with us for free, but stay home and help with his disabled younger brother, who's 16. Aiden started complaining about needing money and wanted to find a job. My husband was against this and even offered to double his allowance, but Aiden was growing tired of staying at home. So Aiden began looking for jobs here and there for over a year, but none of his job applications came through. He'd just apply, and they would never get back to him. We were confused by this. Until recently, I found out that my husband was behind all the job applications being canceled. He would wait until Aiden applied, and then cancel the application by impersonating him and using his email. I blew up at him for this, but his justification is that he's just trying to make sure that our younger son is cared for by Aiden, and he said that Aiden's been a big help and him getting a job will affect his care for his brother. I went ahead and rented an apartment for Aiden and told him to stay there until he finds a job and starts paying for it himself. Aiden was hurt upon finding out what his dad did. My husband was livid when he found out about the apartment. He called me unhinged and said that I was separating the boys and teaching Aiden to become selfish and care more about a job than family. He also said that it was a huge decision for me to rent an apartment without even running it by him first. He's been giving me hell about it and is calling me a terrible mother for encouraging Aiden to be selfish and self-centered. He said that I needed to see and understand why he did what he did. Yeah, OP, what on earth is wrong with you? Clearly, your husband is the only person who's allowed to make decisions behind everyone else's back. <laughs> like, honestly, what's wrong with this guy? He's like manipulating and lying to your son. But then when you get an apartment, he's like, the outrage. I can't believe you did that without consulting me. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this reply from Slinky Malinky because he really nailed it. You are not wrong here. Your husband is abusive to Aiden, and honestly, creepy in his manipulations and insistence on Aiden being Dobby, the house elf. So my guess about what's really happening here is that the father doesn't enjoy taking care of his disabled son, so his hope is that he can just manipulate his older son into being dependent on them. That way, dear old dad has a lifetime live-in free nurse to care for their disabled son. OP, you are not the bad guy. I'm giving you 0 out of 5. I'm giving your husband a 3.5 out of 5. Am I the bad guy for telling my daughter that she could learn something from my friend's daughter who got a job that she didn't? I'm a 49-year-old man, and my daughter is 22. My best friend is Tom, and his daughter, Kate, is an architecture major. She got accepted to a college in California and graduated with good grades. My daughter, Anne, also went into architecture, and she's doing well. Anne is generally a quieter person, and she does tend to laze around a bit. Both Anne and Kate applied for a job at the same firm, which is co-owned by Tom's brother. My daughter didn't end up getting the job, but Kate did, and my daughter was very upset. My daughter moved on and got offers from a couple of other places. We had a Christmas with friends a couple of days after actual Christmas, where some of my college buddies and their families got together. The conversation turned to Tom and his wife, and they were talking about Kate's new job. I saw Anne and Kate talking, and we congratulated her. We all came back home later, and my daughter started saying that she has to work so hard to get what Kate gets handed to her. I said that this is a competitive field, and Anne should be more diligent. She blew up at me and my wife that we're egging Kate and Tom on, and apparently Kate told Anne that she could help her out. 
I eventually told Anne that she needs to stop sulking over Kate. That, yes, maybe Kate had an edge at the firm, but from what I've heard from Tom, she always works on herself and is getting better, and Anne could learn something. Well, Anne got pretty angry after that. Both me and my wife called her, but she didn't answer. I don't think what I said was wrong, but my younger daughter thinks otherwise and said that I should post on here. What? You're criticizing your daughter for not being hired through nepotism? OP, your daughter could have been the best architect on planet Earth. Your daughter could have been the reincarnation of Frank Lloyd Wright, and she still wouldn't have gotten hired at that firm. You know why? Because nepotism! Because of course she's not going to get hired at the firm! Because the guy is obviously going to hire his niece! It's actually really weird that you're blaming your daughter for this, because what you're telling her is, you should have learned something. Clearly, nepotism matters. Then doesn't that mean that it's your responsibility to own an architecture firm so you can offer her a job? Your, your argument doesn't make any sense. It's... Uh, what? Uh, huh? I guess you could say the lesson you need to learn here is life isn't always fair and sometimes it doesn't matter how hard you work, nepotism wins. But that wasn't the message you shared. The message you shared was work harder, sweetie. As if that would have made a lick of difference. I don't think you're really like being a bad guy here. Like you're not malicious. You're just dumb. How do you not understand the basics of how the world works here? This is just, this is really baseline common sense. Well, if you had just gotten some better grades, I'm sure that guy would have avoided hiring his niece and hired you instead because you had a higher GPA. How could he not? OP, you're dumb. You're, you're a big dummy dumbhead. And it's weird to me that your evidence is that Tom says his daughter always works hard on himself. Of course he says that because he's her dad. And unlike you, he actually supports his daughter. You know what? Actually, I'm, I'm coming around. I am giving you a bad guy score. I'm also giving you a dumb score, like two out of five dummy dum-dums. But I'm also giving you one out of five bad guy score because you're not doing the basic responsibility of supporting your daughter. Your daughter gets zero out of five buttholes. Of course she lost to nepotism, and of course she's upset about losing to nepotism. Who wouldn't be? That was our slash am I the A. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.